Well, hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Art House Rewind. It is time to rewind again, and uh, my name's Brian. I'm Jake. I'm Arliss. And we're going to talk about some summer movies, things we're excited for, because the weather is now over 40 degrees, so we can kind of start feeling a little bit warmer now. You can and start getting that tan. Yep, so. start getting your tan, get ready to get ready for the heat wave that will bring you into the movie theater because the air conditioning. that's yeah. how it tends to go. <laughs> so, uh, But before we get into our favorite summer movies that we're wanting to talk about, uh, let's talk a little about what's happening this week. So this week at the Babcock, we will have the 25th anniversary of Wes Anderson's Rushmore on Friday. Um, one of my personal favorites, and it's uh, great to see on the big screen again. So check that one out if you haven't seen it or if you just want to see it again. It's a great one to check out. Uh, then also on Saturday, we will have a special event from uh, Northern Plains as well as the Western Native Voice. They're putting on uh, Murder in Bighorn, a sort of three-part series that uh, is focusing on uh, Native American murders, I believe. Yep. I have not seen it. I just know that it's, it's on coming. Showtime right now, right? Yes, I believe so. so. So, yeah, kind of, you know, a rare chance to see that. And it is a free screening, so you should check that one out. Again, that is Saturday uh, during the day. I believe starts at three o'clock, two o'clock. Uh, the start is at one o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. So doors yep. will open at twelve fifteen. Gotcha. Um, and it's so Brian's saying it like that because there's three different episodes that are about forty five minutes to an hour long that'll play. Yep. So, so yeah, should be a fun event. And then that night we have uh, Fear and Loathing as in Las Vegas as our late night screening. So uh, that one also turns twenty five this year. Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro, uh, based on the novel by Hunter S. Thompson. So uh, kind of a bizarre one from Terry Gilliam, but it's uh, it's a Bizarre. It's a fun trip. It's a fun trip. <laughs> it's like it's biz- pretty biz- iconic as yeah. far as yeah. like when people do designs for other things. Like it's one that comes up all the time is oh, that yeah. picture it's of him in the in the convertible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So check it out on the big screen. It's a blast. Then Sunday we're doing our first of our selection of art house essentials. Um, we are going to have Bicycle Thieves from 1948. The Italian real neorealist piece that is honestly one of the best films ever made. So if you have not seen it, you should definitely check it out, especially if you are an art house member or want to get a membership. If you uh, are a member, it is free to attend all of the art house essentials. So well worth your membership to get it just for that. So come check it out on the big screen uh, this Sunday at two o'clock. And then finally, on April 20th for 420, we have two films that we're showing. Uh, We will have uh, Half Baked at 7 (laughs) o'clock, and then 25th anniversary on that one as well. And then uh, in the evening, (laughs) later in the evening, uh, Purple Cow is kind of doing a bonus late night uh, with free admission for Reefer Madness, uh, kind of the... 
uh, propaganda documentary that was made in the 30s about the evils of marijuana use that has now kind of become a midnight movie staple of, you know, coming and laughing at sort of what was believed at the time. So uh, a lot of fun to check out on the big screen as well. So, uh, gentlemen, which of those are you attending? Um... I think I will be at the Western Native Voice event, yeah. and I think you've convinced me to come to Bicycle Thieves. All right. Yeah. 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 We're going to. It's I, good. I think I'll put uh, Bicycle by Queen on repeat as people oh, are coming yeah. in. What do you think? Is that a good soundtrack? <laughs> <Yeah>. for, <laughs> Should we get extra bike racks for the front bicycle. in case people ride their bike in? We've got and plenty then, of and then just for, for uh, to make it an immersive experience, we'll steal those at the end. <laughs> and this, like in the song "Brand New Key," she talks about riding her bike. So let's get let's play that one too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, our topic today, um, like I said, with the warmer weather, we're going to start looking at what is happening this summer for movies and talking about things we're most excited about. Um, I will preface that. Just because we're excited about this, um, you know, kind of with our remodel, we don't exactly know how many screens we're working with and the sort of rules and regulations we're working with. So just because we love it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to bring it in, but it is still, as staff members, these are things that we personally are excited about. So uh, let's start with Arliss. Arliss, what is one of the summer movies this summer that you are most excited to see? Well, I this year has really reminded me of family. So Fast Ten. I'm just kidding. No, it's Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Barbie, and it's I'm pretty excited about this one because it comes from Gre- Greta Ger- Gerwig. She's directing it, and then she wrote the screenplay with her partner, husband, Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. And so both of them doing the script for this movie has me pretty psyched because I really liked her adaptation of Little Woman and Noah Baumbach has done good work with like Marriage Story, Meyerowitz Stories. And he's already done a kid's movie called Madagascar 3. So in his sense of humor or that humor in that movie, that's what I'm expecting to be brought out with this movie. So and it's just I'm pretty impressed with the trailer so far. Yeah, I I. I'm also pretty excited for this one. I'm 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 trying to hedge my optimism a little bit yeah. in the sense that like at the end of the day I know that like it is Mattel big, is yeah. probably got a pretty heavy hand on, you know, what they're able to do. So I'm the trailers have me excited. I just worry that like how much of this we're having fun is being stifled by I, big yeah. wigs. <laughs> Watching the trailer for that one, I thought are these the like three adult jokes they're gonna get away with for the whole movie and the like, or is mm-hmm. it truly tailored to more of an adult crowd kind of thing? Of like, I guess I yeah. don't know who's supposed to come see this movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I was telling Brian this, but I do kind of does seem like it's gonna get very mixed reactions yeah. when it comes out. Yeah, so. right. I think so. Yeah. So right. good pick. I'm I'm excited for it. So, Jake. I know what your first pick is. Is it going to be the first one you mention? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I I am a sucker um, for the, the Indiana Jones movies, so I am excited. I think it would be the film I'm most excited for this year um, to see on the big screen and experience the crack of the whip maybe one more time kind of thing. And I th- I don't know. I, I'll I'll uh, 
inhale the hopium, I guess. I'm going <laughs> to try yeah. as hard as I can to be optimistic, especially after Crystal Skull, which I feel yeah. like even now looking back on it, I try to pretend like it's not part of the series. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, and uh, you watching it first, if you tell me you like it, might be on my list of I'll watch it. And yeah. Watch it with Encanto and uh, catch me if you can. Right. So someday. Just kidding. <laughs> I, no. uh, I'm excited because I think, like, John Williams, like, we just don't give that man enough. I mean, we do give him enough credit, but, like, for him to be doing the score again and, like, there's just things yeah. that I'm really excited yeah, for that m- even if the movie's terrible, like, s- again, one last ride. Yeah. John Williams music. I think it's going to be good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of the biggest franchises, so yeah. you know, I I I think I'm also in the same camp as Arliss of I'm I'm interested to hear your review before I rush out to the theater, but uh yeah, I I I want it to be good, I right. guess is what I want to say. say. And like Crystal Skull saying that being a disappointment, it's not it, to me, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's more of like seeing how good the previous Indiana it, it, Jones movies right. were. That I was like, I think it's in the mediocre tier sure. of filmmaking, of just of being a movie. So yeah. it's not that hard of a bar for it to go. And I mean, Last Crusade, they ride off in the sunset. It's all it's too perfect, and then it got touched. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's touching a good thing, kind of thing. So yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I guess. Leads to me what my uh, most excited of the summer are. Um, I'm probably going to start with Asteroid City, which I know is not like the big blockbuster that everyone goes out to see, but uh, I'm I'm a sucker for Wes Anderson, and whenever there's a new Wes Anderson movie, that's going to be my most anticipated movie, and I might have two this year, so (laughs) that's that's extra good for me uh but yeah asteroid city i watched the trailer and then i kind of don't want to see anything else again for a while because i always like being surprised by things even if they're not spoilers so much i like that so but that the trailer is great in like setting a mood but not really giving me any idea of what this movie actually is and that's that's what i love about it um Mm -hmm. but visually it looks amazing with the sort of pastel color scheme that it's working with and uh, yeah I think it's going to be a blast so Asteroid City that's my pick right now and we'll swing back to Arliss Arliss what's your number two Uh, okay so this was (laughs) uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem I'm actually pretty excited to see that because Brian I knew it was coming out I only saw the voice cast and I was kind of impressed with it and then yeah. Brian told me he's like you need to see that trailer because you, I was even impressed so yeah. then I watched it and then I was like yeah this looks pretty good so. yeah I think it's a little bit like when you watch the trailer you get the Spider-Verse vibes of like oh they let these people push the envelope or at least what we yeah. kind of know of as the envelope yeah. for yeah. what they're doing which is always fun because Hopefully it works out for him like yeah. it did for Spider-Verse. Yeah. And Seth Rogen's behind it, so it's probably going to play some more <gasps> with some adult humor as well. But um, I, I don't think it's going to go as far as, like, Sausage Party right. by any means. But I think that, you know, it could it could be great. But it could also go really bad. Yeah, so we'll find we out. <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, so Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles is a childhood thing, so even that 2016 one, yeah. I really like that movie. So. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. 
right, Jake, number two. What's... Uh, I I really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and so the Guardians three. I think it's a little bit like you just said about Asteroid City, Brian, where it's like I watched the first trailer and now I refuse to watch anything else because yeah. I just want to go in as blind as I can be from this point and just have like no expectations of it. But I I really like. James Gunn. I mean, obviously, DC gave him their whole entire franchise yep. to play with after what he's done. And so I, I it's hard because, I mean, we had the conversation even around this table of, like, when that first Guardians of the Galaxy came off, it was kind of the, the oddball that, you know, okay, mm-hmm. now they're going to do a song, and there's an inside joke, and yeah. there's this, like... And then all the rest of the Marvel kind of switched their train tracks to that because of how successful it was. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like the oddball anymore. Um, yeah. It seems like kind of, oh, yeah, this is just another movie where they play a ro- 80s rock song while they beat up bad guys. Yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm excited for that one. Um, and he's done with it. And I've heard, you know, I mean, uh, Dave Batista wants to be done being Drax. And so... Knowing so, uh, that, I'm kind of interested to see where it leaves everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I that is probably one of the only Marvel things in the near future that I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to, yeah, see that one because I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest fanboy of right. the Guardians films, but they're entertaining enough that I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll give them a watch. So, uh, good pick. Uh, my last one, I have several that are kind of like, like sort of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where it's like, oh, I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm kind of you like Haunted Mansion. I'm like, I'm interested yeah. to see. Um, but I would say probably the, the last one that I'm probably going to put my flag into is Oppenheimer. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm not as solid after Tenet. Sure. Like Tenet kind of disappointed me, but, um, but I, again, Christopher Nolan has done some great things. And I think that this has potential to be, especially kind of the way that this is more of a look at a real person that, Mm -hmm. you know, this, hopefully it's got some groundedness to it. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. So I'm interested to see what he does with that. So hopefully he does good with the sound design this time, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's plenty of things out there. Um, there's another Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yeah. coming out. I was going to ask you, I mean, uh, was there anything that you heard, like, buzz about in your film groups from Sundance that you're like, when this comes out, it's going to be perfect for us? Um, nothing that I've heard, like, like major things on. Um, there's, there's one that I heard, like, mediocre stuff on that... Um, a friend of mine actually was an associate producer on that still hasn't been picked up by a distributor. So that's one that I'm keeping an eye on, uh, even if it's just like a one-off that we end up doing. But, um, but yeah, nothing that, um, I've heard like huge ringing endorsements on just a little bit of mixed review things on this. It's interesting because I mean, the past two years we've been able to do that one virtually. And so Mm -hmm. we kind of had a pretty good, eight month forecast I would say of yeah. like oh yeah this independent film we so and so watched it, it. we yep. gave it an eight it'd be great to yep. bring to Billings right and that this year we didn't and so yeah. there's been it, some trailers there was an option too but it wasn't all as encompassing great. yeah it, it wasn't was as great a, as it was during the, COVID you know we'll have some things available and to me I'm like 
anything that you're putting available is probably like the lesser going of to the streaming. Bunch. Yeah. So, so, um, but it's been interesting to see trailers and things drop with like featured at Sundance and it was not something we had an option to see. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited because I think there are like hidden gems of Sundance that it's like, Sometimes when it does have that stamp, yeah. it's like, no, that was terrible. And other times it has that stamp and yeah. it's like, how did this not win kind of thing? Yeah, so, for sure. So. Um, especially because like film festivals like that in Cannes, sometimes the audience pick is like works really well here in Billings and mm-hmm. other times it doesn't, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of everything, I was just now looking, uh, there's this movie called Eileen, which is looks like it's gotten okay reviews but i read the novel by otessa mushgrave a couple years ago and so seeing that the book was definitely one for me that i felt like could have been improved upon so i'm kind of interested how they do this as a as a movie because i only read it because i'm interested in character studies and so and it's also comes from the guy that made lady Macbeth from 2016 which has always been always heard about but i haven't seen it yet and that was like the introduction to florence Pugh. so gotcha yeah 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 so um yeah no promises that any of these that we talked about are going to be in theater but uh you know these are some things we're excited about i'd love to hear what you guys listening are excited about so you can always email us at podcast at arthousebillings.com uh let us know we yeah. want to know. And stay tuned with what we're doing because we've got some fun, exciting stuff coming up. Um, programming at the Babcock's kind of yeah. wide open, and we've also got some new films coming. So. Yeah, we'll have a few new films uh, over the summer that, um, again, Bo is Afraid is the only one I have confirmed Positive, right yeah. now. Everything else is I have full intention to get, but it kind right. of depends on you know when they're ready to confirm that and what they're guidelines suggest whether we're able to do it but uh where should they go for show times and fun events in the future brian well you should always go to arthousebillings.com there we go just in general just make it your homepage so you don't have to think about it anymore that's what i would always suggest but uh anything else you guys want to talk about no no i think we're good we did it it is a beautiful day let's go out and enjoy it yep it is so yep It definitely is. We've talked about it all. So stop listening to this podcast. Get outside and enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.